Let's talk reels. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceSam player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Are you ready to become a more confident and effective marketer? That's what this podcast is all about. Actionable, practical advice, things that are going to help you to grow your voiceover business. Now, just before we get into this week's episode, I want to take a minute to thank you for leaving your reviews on Apple Podcasts. I always enjoy reading those reviews and I'm encouraged by those reviews, knowing that you are listening and that you are enjoying and most importantly, that you are learning. Would you do me a favor? If you haven't done it already, take a moment, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are enjoying the show. So we know that TikTok has become one of the dominant social media platforms, but what you may not realize is that some of the other, let's call them legacy platforms, are starting to adapt their strategies to be able to compete. Meta, aka Facebook, is one of those platforms and it is putting an extra emphasis on Reels. Reels that can be shared both through Instagram and on Facebook. And if you want to take advantage of this opportunity to get yourself in front of a lot of people and potentially use this as a marketing resource for your business, you're going to want to pay attention to this interview. Meta is doubling down on the power of video to try and compete with TikTok. Evidence of this can be found by looking no further than Instagram, which in the last few months has morphed into a social network almost unrecognizable from its beginnings as a photo-sharing platform. So on Instagram, video is now the king, queen, and emperor, so to speak. My guest today has embraced the power and potential of Reels and is doing a brilliant job of building an audience and following with them. She's a multi-award-winning talent with credits including Disney, the BBC, and Cadbury, to name a few. Welcome to the show, Allie Murphy. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Uh, this is going to be good. I'm looking forward to learning a little bit about this. I have, it took a lot of convincing to get me to start playing around with Instagram stories a little bit, but admittedly, I have not done anything with Reels. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting a little bit of an education on this myself as well. Sure. So... Of all the social media channels and all the different mediums that are available, you've got text and photo and audio and video. What made you decide to put effort into Reels? I think because the majority of other social media makes me feel a bit icky. For, for many reasons, like uh, Twitter is just really angry all the time. Yes, and, it is. <laughs> uh, and, and, and Facebook is apparently now just for old people, which includes myself. So, <laughs> um, uh, and then, uh, you know, and, and TikTok, 
Oh, gosh, I'm really trying, even though it's kind of exactly like what I'm doing now with Reels. It's a scary platform. Um, but uh, but with Reels on Instagram and Instagram in general, it's generally a place of celebration and fun. And, it you know, people don't tend to, I guess, unless you're a mega celebrity, leave negative comments. It's really kind of a nice, happy, smiley, supportive place to be. And just for my own mental health, that's where I like hanging out. So I figured there must be my clients hanging out there, there too. That's actually a totally valid take that I hadn't even considered. But you're right. Instagram, of all of the platforms, Instagram probably is the happiest of all of the platforms. I never really thought about it like that before. But when I hear you say it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you don't get that much because you can't really do that much horrible stuff with with a picture or a video, can you? So So what scares you about TikTok? I think it's because it's new and, you know, I am in my 40s now, so I have to learn stuff. But uh, no, I think I think it, it, it started out TikTok was kind of the young, cool place, you know, and doing the dance videos and stuff like that. And I wasn't really a I don't do dance crazes or things. So um, so it just it didn't seem like it was my place to go. But actually, I have downloaded it in the last week and, and I found myself getting lost and laughing a lot. So maybe it is the place for me. The thing that I find interesting about TikTok, and I think one of the reasons why it intimidates me a little bit and and other voice actors to a degree, is it's the easiest platform to go viral. And Mm. we all think we want to go viral right up until the point when you go viral and then you have to deal with the ramifications of that, which can be really positive, but they can also be really, really negative. And, And I mean, for me, that intimidates me when I think about that. Absolutely. And and like talking about the whole like being in a happy place thing, that, that that's, you know, I guess that's a danger. I was speaking to another voice artist who's hugely popular on social media the other day and she said, oh, best go check who's trolling me. And I thought, you, you, get, you get trolled? And she said, yeah, I get people saying really horrible things to me in my private messages. And I think, oh, goodness, that's not that's not where I want to be. And for business, that's definitely not where yeah. you want to be. So I guess it depends on what you're using social media for. Like if you want to go viral because you want claim then i guess you just have to ignore the negativity but if you want it to actually you know connect with people and and improve your business in any way then don't don't go viral (laughs) it's it's one of the downsides of social media when you put yourself out there no no matter what platform you're on you you run the risk that you know sometimes negative things are going to get said so let's talk about your content process because i'm very curious about this and i think this is what a lot of people are going to be wondering about Are you making reels as ideas hit you? Do you keep a notebook with ideas that you let percolate and develop? Because I think the the actual idea generation part is probably one of the things that voice actors overthink the most, but it's probably also the number one barrier or excuse they use for not using a service like reels. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one because I know it's a good process to kind of you know plan out what you're going to be posting for a month in advance and stuff and i i actually don't do that mainly because um i don't always have the time and also my my kind of posts are more a bit a bit more spontaneous than that and and whatever's happening on the, the the day or the week but i do have like a little notes on my iphone of if anything comes up to my mind i think oh that'd be funny or oh i'd really like that or if i find a piece of audio that i really like i save it or I'll write it in my notes uh, on my phone, just say Instagram ideas. And it's and I've got a whole list of things that, I, that I'll go back to if I'm feeling like, you know, I haven't posted anything this week. Let's let's go back on my ideas and I'll find stuff. And 
And uh, and so that's quite fun, actually. And looking back on it, sometimes it's sometimes I write nonsense. and I think, well, what was I thinking then? <laughs> but most of the time, that's where I keep my ideas. I'm glad I'm not the only one then, because I mean, look, I'm over 40 now. I have to write things down because no matter how much I am convinced that I will remember, I will absolutely and unquestionably forget. So I have to write it all down. But all of the time I go back to notes and like, what was I trying to say here? What was what was the idea I was trying to communicate here? Because sometimes you write the notes in a hurry and you don't write them very clearly. So I'm glad I'm not the only one that happens to you. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm just uh, sort of got my notes up in front of me now to see if there's anything. And I've written, Nolan, stop eating the bush. So obviously at some point I thought, oh, that would make a good reel. I obviously shouted that at some point and thought that'd make a good reel. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to do that. Fun. So so then, I mean, this kind of goes along with that on the content creation strategy. Are you, because you, it sounds like you're doing things mostly spontaneous, do you ever batch? Like, do you sit down and you, when you've got three or four ideas and just crank a bunch of them out so that you've got some in the can, so to speak? Or is everything just kind of happening in real time for you? No, I, some, sometimes I do have things, that I, especially if I think, oh, that would be funny. Maybe I should do it now and I'll, I'll put it in drafts and maybe I'll come back to that at some point. Um, so, And I have done that a few times just so that there's something in there that if I'm ever really sort of stuck or stuck you know or, or if it's oh i have to film this right now because i'm wearing the right outfit or the right makeup or something like that then then it, it's in there but but most of it i say spontaneous it's not like i uh, i just sit there and on the day go right let's do something you know i'll it'll be over a few days i'll see i'll get some audio that makes me laugh or, or there'll be a character that i want to do or i mean there's actually there is actually it might not look like it but there is actually some thought process to my um to my page now is that i wanted to almost stereotype myself um, and put myself, uh, give myself niches. And um, a lot of my niches now, I'm a parent and it's also something that a lot of people can relate to. So I post a lot of mum stuff because I'm a mum voice and and I'm a mum actor. So um, I have a lot of mum stuff that puts me into that kind of niche there. Um, I've also got some stuff coming up for some other niches that I'm going to. I'm kind of plotting at the moment. I've bought a wig. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I think. I think I might have Stay gone a bit tuned. over the top here. But <laughs> but yeah. So so I do kind of have something. So although my page obviously just looks like I kind of do a lot of skits and lip sync and and stuff, it's so people think of me as a, a funny one because I like doing comedy and also that I'm that I'm the kind of the mom or I'm the girl next door. I'm the kind of down to earth, relatable character that makes the same mistakes as everybody. So that's it. It is related to my business in a loose kind of way, but in not just a doing reels about my business um, type of thing. Now, you mentioned using audio, and I know that that's one of the things that for the algorithm, to keep the algorithm happy, one of the things that you can do with reels, as I understand it, is you can grab trending audio and, and kind of jump on that trend and it helps to drive up views and all of that sort of stuff. So is that something that you're doing then? You're just kind of paying attention to some of these different clips that are available and then building reels around them? Yeah, so I'll, I'll, when I'm doing my research, and uh, which is basically just scrolling, <laughs> uh, so I, when I'm scrolling, uh, if anything really makes me laugh or if anything gives me a little idea of going, oh, I could do that, or that would be funny, or I can relate that to my business, then I'll save the audio um, for, for a future time and maybe jot down an idea on my, on my notes. So, um, so yeah, that's how I'm saving the audio. And it does help to get it when the audio is really popular, before it gets too popular and everyone's yep. a bit bored of it. And that's one of the things, I mean, you're, you're trying to figure out how to game an algorithm at this point. And mm. it sounds like the Instagram Reels, 
I, I guess it's not Instagram, just the reels because they're available on Instagram and on Facebook. But it sounds like they're opening it up a little bit because they are trying to compete with TikTok. And so, you know, maybe some of the things that work on TikTok work on Instagram as well. And I know trending audio is one of those things that if you're going to go down this road, it's something that you should definitely be paying attention to. Every day, voice actors reach out to me struggling to understand how to market their voiceover business. They don't really know what they're supposed to do. Voice actors tend to be creatives by nature. I get it. You want to be in the booth. You want to be recording. You want to be auditioning. You don't want to be sending marketing emails. You don't want to be dealing with social media. I totally get it. But on the flip side of that, the marketing is what is going to lead to you having more opportunities in the booth. You have to learn how to do some marketing. And I've got a number of different resources that can help you with that, including masterclasses on 101 ways to find voiceover leads, a masterclass that teaches you how to implement a follow-up strategy, a masterclass that teaches you how to make money with LinkedIn, one that teaches you how to create voiceover opportunities in your own backyard, and hey, I even offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching. Get together a list of questions, let's meet on Zoom for an hour and get those questions answered. My goal is to help you become a more confident and effective marketer so that you can grow your voiceover business. Want to see everything that I have to offer? Visit my website at markscottcoaching.com. That's markscottcoaching.com. Now, back to our show. Now, I know your stories and your reels, they offer insights into who you are. You mentioned that you've created some niches, but we've, we get insights into who you are as a voice actor, as a, as a woman, as a mother. How do you make decisions about what you're going to share from, I guess, from a balance standpoint? Like, where do you create that balance between work and personal? Or are you just kind of going with, with the moment? I always think about what am I happy for my clients to know about me? Because my clients are real people. I had a session just before we started chatting and me and it was a new client. We were just talking about our toddlers and the crazy stuff they do. So I'm happy to share stuff about my family and stuff about, you know, the occasional going out for if it's a fun thing. I did a thing about I did a gin journey recently and I got so many comments from like friends, but also clients going, oh, well, where's that? You know, I, I'd love to go there or uh, talking about their love of gin. So the, it's basically what would you ha be happy to chatting with your clients about? Uh, before a session, you know, that sort of thing. That's what I can, that's my filter. Um, I, I personally don't like being um, offensive or political or anything that I think might hurt somebody or alienate me from a connection with somebody. Um, but I guess everybody just does what they, but what do they feel happy with? What do they feel chatting to their clients about? I think it's one of the things that you've got to sit down and think about if you're going to take on a platform like this and, and not just reels in particular, like any of these social media platforms, we've all got to decide where we're willing to go and where we're where we're not. Right. There's right. There's got to be lines in the sand somewhere. And I know the whole work personal thing is is tough for a lot of people. Uh, they don't want to share too much personal or they assume that people won't care or, you know, there's voice actors that are maintaining two different accounts. Right. This is my voiceover. Mm. This is my personal I think you've done a really great job of figuring out how to to integrate everything into one. And I really like what you said about, you know, what would I have a chat with about a or with a client about, you know, before a session or something. I think that's a really smart way to frame it. And I, th it's, I think I had to reframe it myself because, I mean, if you could scroll right back on my feed, when I started thinking, oh, I need to use Instagram for my business, it was just about my business, like almost like another selling tool and little marketing tool this is what i do and this is my job and i do still occasionally pepper those into my into my um page now but it's 
mainly for me about now what the way I think about Instagram it's about building relationships yeah. um, with my with my clients with my fellow colleagues with friends all over the world with people that might refer me one day I'm building a relationship with people using Instagram so I'm not directly selling and I'm not directly using it as a you know my website or my marketing tool in that sense but it's just another tool for me to build relationships which I've discovered in the last few years is the best way to retain business and it's the best way to to find new clients that you actually have a more of a personal connection with rather than being just another voiceover. I think that's probably one of the most important things that you've you've said so far is just that reminder because we do get into this little box of you know, everything I do has to be related to my business. So it's, you know, my Instagram is going to be filled with booth selfies and gear pics and, and videos of me auditioning or whatever. And we just limit ourselves to that. But the reality is that people want to know people on a more personal and, and human level. And sometimes that's where the best connections come from because of the ways that you can relate, right? So I think that's really important that you're you are focused on that relationship side and letting people get a sense of who you are authentically. And I mean, how many times does authentic come up in audition requests and things of that nature now, right? So the more authentic that can we, we can be, I think the more that we can get out of the tools that we're using. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the important thing when it comes to marketing and business. It, you know, our clients are, are real people too, and they've got real lives and they've got real funny things that happen in their lives and they've got sad things that happen in their lives. So when we break down that barrier of um, the mythical creature, the client, who you must bow down to and, and you know, don't think of them doing anything other than their job, it's, it doesn't work as, as well. That yeah. client relationship is a really lovely thing and it builds trust, which is what you want in your in your business. Yeah, for sure. So one of the things I've noticed with your reels is that there is editing involved. You're not just getting up and it's just a straight shot on a camera. No. Is that something that you're doing yourself? Do you outsource your editing at all? What tools or software are you using if you're if you're doing it all? Is it all within platform? Yeah, it's all within Instagram. Um, so it takes a bit of playing around with. So a lot of the times, you know, when I first started out, it was a lot of um, trial and error. Uh, but, but Instagram's actually pretty easy to play around with and it's pretty easy to uh, my biggest top tip to anybody when they're using when they're doing editing is when you've got a scene before you put any writing or special effects or anything on it just click the little um, icon in the top right hand corner with the arrow pointing down to save it to your device and then you've got a clip then so you can do a million clips and pick the best one for you and then chop it in while using Instagram's editing uh, reels editing you can chop it in from your phone so you don't necessarily have to just take the shot that you've taken you can film a whole bunch of shots download them into your phone and then re-upload them with the audio um, that was a big that was a big um, discovery for me that I could save it and it saved a lot of time especially if Instagram has the odd glitch which it tends to do and messes with whatever you've recorded or loses whatever you've recorded if you've saved it into your phone then you've got no worries you've got your backup I can see that becoming an issue where you've created what you thought was about to be the perfect reel and then, you know, whatever oh, it's technology yeah. happens and there <laughs> it goes. And and so, yeah, that's a that's a good pro tip. So, yeah. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. You, you said that you kind of just sat down and played around with it. Were there any sources that you went to, like YouTube videos or other people that you follow that, that you were able to learn some of this stuff or did you really yeah, just definitely. figure it out? 
No, I mean, I did. Um, uh, Jonathan Tilly did a really good Instagram Reels five day course, nice. and and that was really fun. And that that, gave, that definitely showed me some of the basic stuff that I hadn't even realised was was available. Um, so I I definitely learned from him. And then I do Google a lot of stuff, and I usually end up on YouTube if there's something I really want to do. Um, for example, recently I really want. Um, there's a skit that I would like to do, and I will start doing it maybe this week, maybe next week. Um, uh, where, but I don't want the audio to be the entire thing. So I want a clip of a song, but I want to be able to speak before it without the audio going on in the background. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure it out um, until I realised that in stories, you can film something with audio um, and then download it without posting it to stories. And then it's on your phone and then you upload that with the audio. So you can now have a clip so you can do something speaky and then upload your clip with the audio attached. And it's, yeah, then you've made your own audio then. There's something that's kind of ironic about having to go to sources like YouTube to learn how to do Instagram, <laughs> On another right? platform. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, your reels are generating a lot of views. I mean, I, I was looking through your feed and, and you've got thousands of views on a lot of your reels. Do you pay attention at all to the analytics? Are you watching the numbers? Um, sometimes I do just to see what what people like. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best ones for my business. I mean, I think one of the the ones that got the most views was a silly one I did where I was just holding a cauliflower in my mouth. And that got so many views because the audio was viral So at the time. So because I'd done one, it got a whole load of views. So um, so analytics it's a fun just to see what, res- what people respond to. Um, for example, still images don't really get many... Um, likes or in bits yep. of engagement as much as reels and, and videos do right now but I mean that could change in the next year who knows so yeah it's a bit um, it's, it's nice to look at just to get a judge on what's working and what's not working but um, but I wouldn't be religious about it I think that's the strategy right there is is kind of paying attention to you know if you've got if you've got reels that are consistently drawing significantly larger numbers than others it does give you an indication into what's working or perhaps what your audience is interested in which you can use in the content creation process down the road i guess right as you're yeah. brainstorming out potential ideas yeah absolutely yeah so it's all about the research and trial and error which is never you know it's not a quick way for success but <laughs> but it gets it done so you're obviously having a lot of fun with this so how important is that aspect of it to you? I mean, using reels can obviously be a great form of marketing. That sounds like that's one of the reasons why you've embraced it. But there are folks out there who don't enjoy it or they fear video or they you know, feel like it would be torture. So are you doing reels just because you're having fun or are you doing it because you know there's value in it for your business or is there a mix of both of those things in there for you? Definitely a mix of both. I think someone said to me, or I read it somewhere, that that you want to either educate or you want to entertain. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really good way of looking at it. I, yeah. majority of the time, just want to entertain because I like making people laugh. But um, and um, and I worry if I try and educate somebody, I'll just tell them to do the wrong thing. So for me personally, I like the entertain side of things, um, peppered with the odd bit of education into what I do for a job. So I've started doing the odd um, uh, video of my. Uh, voiceover demos for example and peppering that in which has been this i did my first one last week actually and it kind of it got a good view nothing too long i think that's that's quite important i mean if you put a two minute video onto instagram people aren't going to watch it they'll probably watch 30 seconds max so i think that's always important to remember but 
Um, yeah, for me personally, I like to entertain whilst keeping people informed. It's like a magazine. I think of Instagram as a magazine. You know, I'm keeping people entertained um, so they keep on flicking through. But then there's the odd article in there just to let them know who I am and what I do. And that sounds, I mean, I've interviewed several different voice actors now using several different social media platforms. And that's one thing that comes up consistently is, you know, find an audience, have, an, have a take, create good content. And every once in a while, you sprinkle in the fact that you're a voice actor. Or this is a service that I offer to you or whatever. So it's not all about voiceover, but you've built a really solid audience so that when you do mention the voiceover thing, there's people out there that are going to benefit from that and they're going to be interested in that and they're probably going to contact you, which is really good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's the other important thing, especially with Instagram, is to engage yourself on other people's posts, you know, and, and not superficially, but generally like support people and chat to people. Or if there's something interesting that you see, share a story. Um, it doesn't necessarily just have to be with production companies or agents or stuff like that, because you never know who you're going to be chatting to in the world that might refer you. So just be open to everybody and and be part of the platform yeah. um, as, as, as a complete thing rather than just posting out your stuff and hoping that people respond. Are you sticking to a schedule at all? Like, do you, do you have a commitment to yourself or a goal that you've set that I'm going to do X number of reels per week or... Is it just kind of whenever it, something comes up that makes sense? I have a, I have a loose uh, schedule of I try and post at least once a week unless I get a really great idea and then I generally can't wait. So if I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. But, um, so I think last week I posted three times, which is really weird for me. Uh, I know people, I think a lot of people say consistency is key, but it depends what is consistent to you. I If I posted every day, my post wouldn't be that good. Because yeah. I just don't have that. I, I, it would dilute everything for me personally. Yep. So whilst I might not post every day, I engage every day. I chat to people, I comment and I support other people that I follow. So I guess if you, it depends what, how many great ideas you have. I would, I'd say don't dilute your product. I think if you're posting a couple of times a day and they're all a bit, you know, average, People won't look at the great posts yep. that you really come up with. Um, so I would, yeah, for me personally, I try and do one once a week. But if this week goes by and maybe, I mean, I'm on Thursday and I've not, I've been crazy this week. My husband's been sick. My toddler's been sick. I've not had time to do reels this week. If I get a chance tomorrow, I might do. But I'm not going to post um, unauthentically just because I feel like I have to stick to a schedule because I think that sticks out like a sore thumb and people just don't respond. I think the consistency versus quality is is so important, but I think also it's in how you look at it and you touched on it, right? Consistency doesn't just specifically mean posting all the time. Consistency is just, a lot of it is presence in the platform, right? Showing the algorithm that you're there regularly, that you are authentically engaging with the other people that you're connected with, you're viewing content, commenting on content, all of that sort of stuff. So that gives you consistency, which allows you to give yourself a little bit of grace when you want to make sure that the posts are of quality. And I think that's absolutely important, right? Throwing up something just for the sake of, oh, I need to get something up this week. It's not a good idea. No, not at all. And I, and I just think that, I think the, the mythical algorithm does like it if you have engaged before and or after you've posted. And also, I think your followers like that. You know, mm -hmm. if, you've, if you've commented on a couple of people's posts, they'd be more inclined to watch your thing than yes. comment on it or share it. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's a, it's a two-way street. For someone who is thinking of using Reels but has all of the excuses in the book, I'm not that interesting. I don't have any ideas. Nobody cares about what I'm doing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What advice do you have for them that can help them get over the excuses and, and maybe give this Reels thing a shot? 
I'd say don't worry about what other people are doing because that might not be your jam. Find what's funny to you. Spend some time, like make, build it into your workday. Have a 15 minute slot where you watch some reels and see what sticks out to you, what's funny to you, what means something to you, what's meaningful. And then maybe workshop some ideas on how you could make that work for you. It doesn't have to be a 30 minute skit. It doesn't have to be lip syncing to a song. It doesn't have to be what you think everybody else is doing, but just find something that really resonates with you and who you are and just share it. And in the meantime, just talk to other people, chat on their posts, watch what, watch what your, um, your clients are doing, watch what your uh, fellow colleagues are doing. You know, just, you're going to get ideas this way, you'll build confidence. But at the end of the day, do what resonates with you because that will be your authentic self. Yeah. I think what all of that plus watching trends, collaboration is a big thing on Reels right now. I, there's a voice actor that's in my mastermind group this year who's done a couple of reels now collaborating with other voice actors and those have worked really well. And I guess when you do something like that, you get the added benefit of if you tag each one of the voice actors that you've collaborated with and each one of you shares it in your story or whatever, right? You you grow your potential reach. So there's a lot of different strategies that are beyond just the pressure of I need to come up with something that I can post on Instagram myself. There's There's other ways to look at this too, but I mean, there's value in any of these platforms. There's value in them if, if you're using them properly. So one more question unrelated to Reels. Pro tips for balancing work and toddlers. Wow. <laughs> I have a really supportive partner. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, that's a really tricky one because I'm incredibly privileged. I have a partner who works in the creative industry as well and works from home currently. And, and I'm able to afford daycare. <laughs> so uh, it's tricky, especially in those earlier years when you've got, you know, a, a noisy one. But I think, again, just make it work for you. If you are able to stay awake for a couple of hours after, do that. My biggest tip, and it's not again, again, it's not reels, um, but the thing that kind of made me go, oh, that's what I need to do, is is nurture your current existing relationships with your clients yeah. because they are the ones that are going to come back to you and give money. It's it's a much better investment than trying to find new clients, which can be really overwhelming when you're a parent and when, especially when you're a new parent and you're not sure. So really nurture those existing clients that you have, and they are far more understanding if you have to pull out last minute because your child's just thrown up all over the computer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, that's that's 101 right there. The hardest thing in any business, not just voiceover, in any business is new customer acquisition. It's the most expensive aspect of most businesses, new customer acquisition. So mm. maintaining the relationships with the people who have already hired you because they are the ones that are unquestionably the most likely to come back and hire you again. Definitely, definitely solid advice. And yes, I've had I've had a couple of very understanding and forgiving clients on nights when Kaylee has, you know, not slept and I haven't slept and things aren't going well. And yeah. and uh, it's nice to have, I mean, that's the power of having those relationships in place. Absolutely. People are human and they understand these human things that happen in our lives. Right on. Well, Ali, this has been fantastic. And, and I think you've given a lot of really great advice on this. And I hope that people will go and check out your Instagram and pay attention to what you're doing and maybe learn some things from you as well. Uh, if they want to find you on Instagram, what's the what's the handle on Instagram? I'm at Ali Murphy Voice. And if somebody wants to find you on the web, maybe reach out to you, ask you a question. You okay with that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, my website's www.alimurphy.co.uk and you can find my contact details there. All right. I'll put that stuff in the show notes so that you're able to look that up. But uh, 
definitely worth checking out because, I mean, you can learn a lot from watching some of the things that she's doing and some of the success that she's having from it. Uh, Instagram Reels is is one of those things that I think as TikTok continues to grow and Meta continues to panic. <laughs> they're they're going to they're going to put more emphasis on that. I mean, that's why we're seeing YouTube getting into shorts now too, right? Everybody's looking to get a piece of that pie. So, uh, you know, jumping in on something like Reels now, it it doesn't feel like it's early because they've been there for a long time. But in some senses, jumping in now is getting early because now is when Meta is really doubling down on wanting to make it work, and so they're making it easier for people to find success on it. So. Definitely a platform worth checking out. And Ali, I'm so grateful to you for all the information and wisdom that you've shared to help us do it better. Thank you. Social media is something that can be feared because we think we're not interesting enough. We think we're not fun enough. We think we're not exciting enough. We think that people don't care what we have to say. But I just don't think that that's the case. I think that everybody's got an opinion. I think that everybody has something to share. I think that we all have things that we can teach each other and we can learn from each other. And I think social media gives us an avenue to do that while simultaneously creating brand awareness, helping people to find us and to learn more about us, and hopefully making them want to work with us for our voiceover services. And I hope this interview inspires you because Allie is doing an amazing job of using Reels to just be herself while simultaneously creating voiceover opportunities. Look at what she's doing and follow that example. And maybe Reels is going to be the social media strategy that is the right strategy for you. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you learn something new in this episode? Are you getting excited to try Instagram or Facebook Reels now? Let us know and please tag us. It's at Mark Scott and at Allie Murphy Voice. And I'll put those in the show notes for you, but at Mark Scott, at Allie Murphy Voice. I'd love to see your reel. I'd love to see what you come up with. I'd love to share it. At Mark Scott, at Allie Murphy Voice. Embrace the power of reels to help you grow your voiceover business. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceAm player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.